0: For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo wells spachman You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we talk to opinion guest contributor Heidi Nam about navigating racial dynamics in the US as an international student and cover further violence in Israel and Palestine. It's Wednesday, October 11th. I sat down with opinion guest contributor Heidi Nam to talk about her experience as an international student navigating racial dynamics in the United States.
1: Hi, my name is Heidi Nam. I am a video staffer for The Prince.
0: Could you tell us a little bit about this article that you've written?
1: This article concerns mainly the difference that exists between race a non-U.S. context and race in the U.S. context. And how I feel like, speaking from personal experience, that international students should be more educated about this difference. So I grew up in South Korea. And I moved to the States for the first time in high school, so I just was born and raised there. I didn't really have exposure to US culture. I, I didn't really have any conception of what that looked like beyond what I had seen in movies, TV shows, which do show slices of life that may resonate with the reality in the US, but definitely does not capture the full picture. So I was quite clueless coming into the States.
0: Yeah, um, I guess, what do you think is the kernel of that difference culturally? Like, what are the main kind of differences that you observed?
1: In Korea, there are foreigners, but I th- I feel like you're more aware of Koreans and like mainly aware of Koreans while living in Korea. And it's always like Koreans and... Others, at least that's how I perceived the racial and ethnic dynamic in my country. Whereas in, U- in the US, it's so obvious that this place is a, quite literally a melting pot of cultures. It's important to know what those backgrounds and historical contexts are. And in Korea, I could just live my life not being aware of those contexts.
0: In the piece, you kind of came by these lessons. By accident, yes. right?
1: For me, at least in this specific anecdote I share, how I learned afterwards was that my proctor, so the upperclassmen in residence, came to me after the karaoke was over and she explained to me what had gone wrong and what what I had done wrong in that context. And so it felt quite scared it felt secretive it felt like there was no like official streamlined way of education of learning about race in the U.S. context and when I came to Princeton and I saw IO I was very glad at first to see that they had that program and I expected that this program would have the um have lessons on the racially charged history of America but it didn't quite get There, And I'm hoping that institutionally IO or some other program educational center could get to that point where international students can learn and this issue is addressed so that international students and people who are not international students can all know that this is an issue.
0: In campus news, University President Christopher Eisgruber, 83, released a statement yesterday on the ongoing conflict in Israel and Palestine. He called the attacks by Hamas over the weekend, quote, cruel and inhumane, and emphasized the tragedy in the deaths of Palestinian and Israeli civilians. He also affirmed the university's commitment to support students from affected areas during this time of violence. He concluded by voicing the hope that campus discussions will be compassionate to all parties. In national news, on Sunday, the Democratic Socialists of America promoted a rally in support of Palestine. Protesters were heard to chant, quote, resistance is justified when people are occupied, among other chants, in reference to Hamas's actions. The event is facing significant public criticism for anti-Semitism, including from New York City representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and a number of Democratic lawmakers. In a statement addressing the rally, Ocasio-Cortez said, quote, the bigotry and callousness expressed in Times Square on Sunday were unacceptable and harmful in this devastating moment. On Monday, Israel announced a blockade on deliveries of food, water, and fuel to Gaza in its war effort against Hamas. This action comes in response to Hamas's initial attack on Saturday morning, when over 2,000 rockets were fired into southern Israel. Retaliatory Israeli airstrikes have quote-unquote only started, according to President Benjamin Netanyahu. As of yesterday, At least 900 Palestinians and 1,200 Israelis have been killed since Saturday. A statement released by the White House on Sunday said that U.S. military assistance would be provided to the Israeli Defense Forces in the coming days. President Biden said yesterday that at least 14 Americans have been killed in Israel, and more are likely among the hostages held by Hamas. A statement released yesterday by Netanyahu's security cabinet announced that his government would not hold talks with, quote, a Palestinian government that is supported by Hamas. Hamas has threatened to kill hostages if Israel continues airstrikes on Gaza without warning. Continuing with our coverage on the crisis in Niger, the US State Department released a statement yesterday officially declaring the months long saga of politically motivated conflict in Niger a coup. The conflict began in July with the overthrow and arrest of the country's president, Mohamed Bazoum. The Biden administration said that it had held off on this political designation in an attempt to support the reintroduction of democratic government, but it says it has, quote, exhausted all available avenues. The move publicly severs ties with the current leadership. Hundreds of millions in foreign aid and significant military assistance to Niger will continue to be withheld after its initial freeze in August. Expect sunny skies with a high of 69 and a low of 41 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Nivan Demija, Fikir Bayana, Zach Lee, and me, sound engineered by Eden Toshoma, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo wells Spackman. Have a wonderful day.